Hi everybody, it's me, Boner the Skeleton, mascot of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, here to tell you about some genuine, officially licensed merchandise from our good friends at Video Nasties. The Video Nasties, they offer t-shirt, pins, and hats from some of your favorite cult classic horror films like Pieces, Street Trash, and even Lucio Fulci's The Beyond. Oh, and there's so much more. So what are you waiting for? Go now to www.videonasties.com. That's www.videonasties.com. The prices are low, but the quality is high, and that's a boner guarantee. But if you don't buy something, then fuck you! Louder! Thrill me. Black as midnight on a moonless night. Bitches leave. Groovy. Fucking hold up, hold up. Well, then there, motherfucker! It's got a death curse! Let's fuck! I'll fuck anything that moves! <laughs> Let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. Forever deep! <laughs> oh! Damn enchiladas! These guys are 11. Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting, mouthpiece of the Southeast, uncontested superstar of the airwaves, and your reigning and defending podcast champion of the world, Brandon A. Lang, bringing you a special edition of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast with Bride of Frankencon, an absolute success, but unfortunately now in the rearview mirror, I find myself unable to let go of three of the best days of my life, so fuck it. Let's take a trip back to Friday, June 9th, 2023, where myself and Fat Tony were given the golden opportunity of a lifetime to host a Q&A with the star of 1990's Tale of Sluts and Bolts, Frankenhooker, the lovely and incredibly talented Patty Mullen. But first, here's some messages from our sponsors. What is it like to be a murderer, to commit the crime, to have the police examining every scene you've been to for clues in order to track you down? And what if other psychopathic murderers were also out to get you? For the true crime enthusiast, Killers, the card game is full of mystery, intrigue, and dark humor. Two to five players draw cards to reveal the victims and scenarios, with each kill bringing you closer to winning. But watch out, for the police are also in the game, following up on every clue to stop your murder spree. Roll the dice to determine if you leave evidence at the scene or if you avoid the police. Use your cards to mess with other players and emerge victorious or end up as a victim yourself. The back of the killer card deck also allows you to experience the cold facts, unique history, and horror all fans of true crime love. The dark trivia will make your party both exciting and disturbingly entertaining for dark game night. Numerous expansion packs make this role-playing game even more delightfully deadly by adding more scenarios, more law enforcement, more victims, and expand up to 10 players at once. 
part RPG, part collectible, all card game. For ages 18 and up, gameplay includes sensitive topics. Killers the Card Game. Available now. Alright, recording live from the Pride of Franken-Con! I'm the Free Will Bird and head turn ass kicking the cheese mode dripping master podcast and mouthpiece of the Southeast uncontested superstar of the airwaves and your reigning and defending podcast champion of the world, Brandon A. Lay, host of the Rats and Black Lodge podcast, along with my hero life mate, sometimes drunk, always fat, uh, Tony Wielder of the Fat Tony Stein Center trademark TM. But you didn't come here tonight oh. to hear us ramble. You came to hear the lady of the hour ramble. <laughs> ramble. Exactly. So and what we're going to do is we're going to allow you to raise your hands and Fat Tony is going to... Uh, Hello. Can you hear me? Give me the crappy mic. You have a good mic for her. Can you hear me now? So what we're going to do, I'm going to allow... Whoever wants to ask a question, please raise your hand. Fat Tony will come around. And the lady of the hour, Miss Patty Mullen! Give her a round of applause! Before we get going, I want to ask you a question uh, because I'm on stage and I have the microphone. About something that I don't know that you get asked about a lot, or maybe incorrect, but it's out of the Franken uh, Franken Hooker purview. But tell me about your short stint with the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Do you remember this? (laughs) (laughs) It was not a thing or anything. You didn't ride Space Mountain. (laughs) No, I didn't ride Space Mountain. (laughs) But we did a short uh, little promotion for. An upcoming event where they had judges, uh, actors come in to be the judge of a wrestling match. It was the first wrestling match I've ever seen in my life, and um, you know, who won? This one or that one? Sting and it was Ric Flair. Clash of the Champions, 1990. Uh, Ric Flair, the greatest of all time, 16-time world heavyweight champion. Yes, Yes, so that's just good. There was no thing. Well, that's a heartbreaking thing to find out. All right. Uh, Real quick, I have an H-Boy Ric Flair story real quick, too. My dad did photography for Spokey Mountain Wrestling. He was there. He had whoever he was dating at the time run out and get me a Happy Meal when I was like 13, a little too old for having but it was super nice. I just have to say. Anyway, who's got a question? Wow. Stand up. Don't forget to tell us your name. I'll be smited. Hi, I'm Dylan, and I was just curious if you have like any interesting stories about being recognized in public. Hey. I did, uh, you know, just what, did you get the uh, chicken nuggets or did you go? Uh, no, he did a cheeseburger happy meal for me. No, did I, I not, you know what? The, toy the great thing about the whole Frankenhooker thing is I, I still have my anonymity. I mean, they, you know, these people know that I did it, but they, they don't really care unless I'm walking around like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
How would they know? How, unless I'm in purple with ripped pantyhose, walking on But um, which today doesn't seem to be all that out of the norm. <laughs> right? Let's give her a round of applause. She came dressed in costume, guys. That's amazing. Always. I have to. You know? All right. Who? Yeah, I'm a horror nerd. I said he walked me down the hall this morning after I had the pull. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, it's her. I could, I literally oh, could not I get him to go over. I kept going, she's here. Come well, on. I was just out of the pool. I had to go brush my hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's got a question for Patty? Tell us your names. I'm Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Patty. Hi. <laughs> so I have a question for you that might be a, a little strange, but have you? Do you have one of the titties from the tray of titties? <laughs> I wish I did. I was just saying that today. I wish. I, no, I would really. I wish I would have saved. I had so you know the costume and the, and the second costume and. The uh, four pairs of the Franken shoes and, and all the stuff I had it just became clutter after a while. I don't forget, I moved away, far away, and I forgot. You know, I just went on with life. Like, and to come back and find out that it had a whole new generation, you know, and that people have tattoos of Frank Hooker and Frank Hooker, and it's going to be around for <laughs> I just showed my daughters. Yeah, they're teenagers, by the way. They're 19. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah, my parents are awesome. I saw my hand up. Okay, we have one over here. I. The other Brandon. Yeah. Uh, the lesser Brandon, I'm sorry. Hi, uh, this is uh, 1B. And, uh, Call back to earlier, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was just wondering, um, knowing that you died a horrible death via lawnmower, do you have a, an aversion to mowing the lawn um, <laughs> since that experience? <laughs> what a great excuse. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't believe what we were thinking about. <laughs> um, no, no, it's just no freakiness to lawnmowers. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Before. I give it my cover again. I have a mind, you can't stop me, I'm bigger. Uh, my daughter recently, as I said, we were watching this and like, she's supposed to be obese in the minor little chubby suit. She's like, she's not that, she's thick. And I'm like, they didn't have that term in 1990, so. I just had to give her props for body positivity. Anybody have a question? Ah, here we go. Right here. Hello, Maddie. My name is Matt from Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Whoa. I also like to say that I did meet the president to come see you. That's good. Yeah. Wow. I, I think that deserves a round of applause. Yeah. That's wonderful. But I'm a big fan of your you know, Franklin Hooker movement. Been endorsing it for years. Just oh. spreading it around the base. And having a good time doing that. But I have to say, my question is very simple. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Uh, I, I actually wasn't in my favorite scene. My favorite scene is the old man. He's standing on the street. He's wearing a sandwich board. He's got all writing. And he, Jesus of Babylon, the mountains are high, and the river is low, and she's young. And Jeffrey comes in and 
she went, she's in the bar! Sorry, I don't know his name. I move. I write it down tomorrow and put it in my mind. He passed away, unfortunately, but I think he was just excellent in that scene. When I saw that, it just I just fell apart laughing. It's just my. It is my. That's my favorite. So we are blessed this weekend to have not only you but. Frank Hennelauder, the god of B-movie cinema. Yeah. On a count of three, I want to hear everybody say, God of B-movie cinema. One, two, three. God of B-movie cinema! And Frank, tomorrow, came to you and said, Patty, we have to make Frank and Hooker too. Are you in or you out? Because you're going to make the crowd really angry if you say no. So don't tell people my answer you can give right now. And also no, say, I was honestly, I was rude. What are you doing with this tape anyway? <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. I, I, I it looked exciting and, and fun. And, and, you know, it was like really gritty in New York. And I, I was very excited. When I first met Frank, I was like, this guy's a nut. <laughs> No, really, he was, you know, when Frank's working, he's, he's fast. He's like a wind-up toy. I want smoke. I want black. I want purple in here. I want a lot of purple. I want this. I want that. I want, he just, he knew exactly what he wanted. And he didn't find Frankenhooker. But it was like down to the last, you know. He needed, he needed me, you know, and I wanted it. He was like, can you do this? I was like, absolutely. I had no idea if I could do it or not. Figured it would be a try. You know, it went, went good. It went very well. That's why we're all here 30 some odd years later. Thank right? you very much. Who's got a question? Who's got a question, guys? Here it is. I like your beard better than mine. Sit down. Hello, Patty. My name is Nash. Hi, um, Nash. Uh, so, um, one of my one of the things I think makes the movie work with your performance is I don't know if it comes across to other people, but I always felt like there's an innocence to the way you play her a little bit in the film. Did what? What did you bring to it, or was it like a lot of that direction from Frank, or was it kind of more of a collaboration between the two of you? It's really a good question. You know. I was very, very young when I made that movie, so it's not an act. It is an innocence. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Awesome. Yeah, it comes through. It's excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that was a very good question. Next. If not, I have... Oh, you got one. I'm coming behind you, sir. Don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> Plenty of room here. My name is Clifford. Uh, where, where did the kind of facial kind of contortion that you're doing come from? Did it come from I, you? Did it come from him? Hi, Clifford. From? How are you? Good. <laughs> um, it, it came from Frank. It came from Frank. I, it's funny, we took a picture today and I said, Frank, make a face. Make a face. And he said, I can't. 
I said, but you taught me how to make it. <laughs> he said, no, I told you how to make it. And, and I got back, and he did, you know? And he did, he explained it. I want you to make a face like you just got shocked or electrocuted, like you, everything just shut down on you, and you just get, you know, he did. He verbally explained to me, you know, he tried. <laughs> like he did, he did try, but, but he didn't. And I remember what I did, he was like, that's it, that's it, do that, do that, you know? And then it was like, make the face, make the face. I hate that for your face. Because <laughs> yeah, after a while, you know, you, you try it. <laughs> so. I have a ringer question here by one of the runners. So, um, what's your name? Tell everybody what yeah. your name is. My name's Matt Henry. I'm one of the show producers. Let's um, give Matt. You guys have no idea how hard this guy has worked. So, just give him another one. You guys, questions. Good. Um, my my question is, uh, for me, I'm such a fan of the original Universal monster movies and the original Frankenstein films, and even multiple adaptations that came along after it. Uh, were you a fan of those movies? Did you read or watch those for inspiration? And if so, did you understand how important the character was going to be in the lexicon of now you're one of the monsters? You were playing one of the monsters. I never thought that, believe me. But I did. I, I really liked uh, just, you know, Plan 9 out of space and, and, and the old 50s and 60s movies and chiller theater and just the old horror. That, that was my thing. But I, to be honest, I never saw any Frank Henlotter work at all. But as soon as I finished meeting him, I ran and got every single thing he made and I sat down and watched all of it. And I, I was so excited after, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, even cooler is, you know, in the original Frankenstein films, you have the Bride of Frankenstein. So you're only the maybe second female creature that's entered into the lexicon of the Frankenstein monster. So I think it's awesome. I think that deserves yeah. a legend on three. One, yeah. two, three. Thank you. I hope so. I hope when I'm gone that she'll still be here with the Wolfman, Dracula, and got that Frankenhooker. <laughs> Alright guys, he's got a question. The movie is just about to play. I do have, okay, I didn't see him yet. How many of those shots walking down the street were just stolen? Like Frank taking the camera and you walking down actual New York Street? Or did they set up actual shots and it was like... They, they, that was a lot was set up. But there was oh, a couple, okay. couple, you know, broke scenes. But for the main part, mine was a lot more structured than I mean, Jeff. You know, James Lorenz, I, I gotta say, he, he worked from the top of his head all the time in not only what he was saying, but what he was doing. <laughs> he's funny. He's just, he's funny in every way. We're very close. After all these years from this movie, we became like brother and sister. When things go wrong, <laughs> hi James. <laughs> it's him who I call. But it's just about to start, and I really hope that you like it. Um, 
let's see, what can I tell on? Mm -hmm. Let's see, let's see. Uh, there's a, a couple girls in here that were nude models. Uh, right before, they, they play hooker, and they're just about to, uh, they're just about to blow up. And these two girls were friends. They didn't want to make out with each other. <laughs> but they had to. This is acting, damn it. It's <laughs> out of the art. No, but Frank wanted to see, he wanted to see the tongues of the girls. <laughs> so they were on the bed with their tongues out. And you could just tell, I could tell by the kiss that it's not, it's just not hot. That's my opinion. That's my opinion, but you can be the judge of the kiss. That's it. It was a lot of fun to make that movie. I would do it over and over and over again. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you.